This podcast may contain strong language and adult themes, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Lakeshore and Limbo, an improvised occult noir story told using role-playing game rules. Since our investigators are starting another new case, I want to take a minute to welcome new listeners and give you everything you need to know to jump in here. Any new case is a great place to start listening, but if you want to avoid spoilers for earlier episodes, stop this one, go back, and listen to those. We'll be right here when you get back. If you've never heard of a role-playing game before, it's a storytelling game where one player, myself, describes the story's world to the rest of the players, CJ, Tina, and James, who play the protagonists and decide what they want to do. We use a storytelling game called Foo, which stands for Freeform Universal, and there are two main rules. One, if the characters want to do something that might fail, that player will roll a six-sided die. They are trying to beat the odds, meaning that the odd numbers are varying degrees of bad and the even numbers are varying degrees of good. Here's how the numbers break down. On a six, yes, they succeed and something else good happens. On a five, no, they fail, but something good also happens. On a four, yes, they succeed. On a three, no, they fail. On a two, yes, they succeed, but something bad also happens. And on a one, no, they fail, and something else bad happens. Depending on their chances, they might roll more than one die and take the best one, or they might have to take the worst one. Two, they've also each got mysterious or not-so-mysterious powers, but they have to spend their precious poker chips to use them, and they can only get their chips back by doing stuff the group thinks is in character, a smart move, or just plain cool. Okay, that's it for the rules. Lakeshore and Limbo is a story about a detective agency that specializes in occult crimes run by the former angel-turned-golden-age Hollywood film star-turned-investigator Vincent Melody, played by C.J. Tour. In this detective agency, there's Sassy, a young woman with a criminal past who's on her way to becoming a detective in her own right and also used to be a cat, played by Tina Arfey, and Rick Ryder, a disgraced archaeologist with a magic scroll that tells him where to go, played by James Harvey Freetley. And it's narrated by me, Nathan Kaplan. And now... The sun sets over the second city. Graves yawn and shadows stretch as the night comes awake. And you're on a strange corner of Chicago where mysteries gather at Lakeshore and limbo is there anything like downtime wise that you all would would like to have done my motorcycle went tearing off into the night by itself uh did now is it possible for me to have gotten that back or is that a a remains to be quested kind of situation (laughs) you got your motorcycle back (laughs) oh thank you um i think i probably found it like I know, I know we've already established something for the beans, so I think I probably found it, like, lodged in the side of, like, of, like, the Wrigley building or something. <laughs> it just, like, smashed into the side of it, and I had to, like, explain, like, it's okay, it's all right, 
there was a giant bird uh, that was tearing away with my motorcycle. Uh, no, please don't give me a dollar, ma'am. This is not performance <laughs> art. Just uh, <laughs> and I, I just need to get this out. <laughs> So what you're telling me, and so me, on for about three hours. What you're telling me is that Rick now owes uh, Wrigley a bunch of money. No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm I'm just saying there's a, a motorcycle shaped hole in the side of the Wrigley building. Okay. Uh, with the imprint of my license plate backwards in the front of it. <laughs> but it's backwards, so you can't solve exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, there's no solving that. Police mystery. police have been looking at it for weeks and have no idea what to do about it. <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> Yep. Um, Sassy actually found his bike in the woods and then took it on a joyride to Wrigleyville <laughs> and then <laughs> crashed <laughs> into the stadium and then left. <laughs> well, that's funny because then Vince found it at the stadium, tried to be helpful and return it, drove way out of control and crashed into the Wrigley building where I believe he said he found oh, it. Oh, I thought it was the stadium. Well, the stadium's fucked too. <laughs> And then Rick got it out of it, uh, tried to get on. The axle was all fucked up and immediately plowed it right back in. <laughs> and that's where we found him. <laughs> Wonderful. So everybody's gotten into motorcycle accidents in this in this time. <laughs> so uh, my neck's a little stiff. My neck is a little stiff. Yeah, every, everybody's neck is stiff. Uh, <laughs> so we'll go ahead and jump in uh, with... But none of us will tell each other why our necks are stiff. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> We find our investigators sitting on the ground in Abe's old room with many trash bags open and near full. Abe has given permission for his room to be cleaned out so that Rick Ryder can officially move in. And after moving the sentient mice to a safe location in the artifact room, now that most of the artifacts have been destroyed anyway, the team has rolled up their sleeves to clean up yet another one of Abe's messes. The takeout boxes were easy, but what's harder is deciding what to do with all of Abe's books. Crammed into the closet and any other available space is book after book about all kinds of different magical ingredients, creatures, and secrets mixed seemingly at random with a small library of romance novels. Books with titles like, Is My Kid a Vampire or Just a Teenager? Aqua Vita, Are You Living Forever or Just Drunk? Attachment Spirits. How Attached is Too Attached, and How to Get Rid of Your Possessions, A Guide to Exorcism. Hmm. Do we think this, this, uh, oh, fuck, what was it? I just. You okay there, Rick? Yeah, sorry, I was looking at the, I was looking at the title of this book. My neck is fucking killing. Oh, why is that? Did oh, you yeah. oh, get into something? I don't know. Can some, I don't know. Can someone help me pick up the, uh, these boxes of books? Are looking kind of heavy oh, on the old. I mean, I. Funny enough, yeah, I slept on. Must have slept on my pillow. Weird, because my neck also is just a little. Oh yeah, and I, I got this old, old injury from falling from heaven. Uh, and then quietly, oh, like Frank starts <laughs> moving the book. <laughs> <laughs> And I would say at that point in time, Vince's cell phone rings, uh, the caller ID saying, Lucas Sampson. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, hold on a second. Um, uh, oof. Okay. Uh, hello, Lucas? Yeah, uh, Melody? Yes. Yeah, uh, I need your help. Um, I'm investigating a missing person case, 
and her room is just chock full of spooky stuff. So I think I'm going to need you here, like, as soon as you can. Oh, by uh, chock full of spooky stuff, uh, can you give us a little bit more detail? Because I'm currently in a room chock full of spooky stuff, and I have to see which one takes priority. Yeah, well, there's a bunch of dead frogs in a cauldron, and mm-hmm. there's like a pentagram carved into the floor. No, normal college stuff so and, far. And <laughs> uh, just like a lot of red drapes over lamps to make it everything look red. <laughs> okay. I mean, I do that too sometimes if I have the right guest over. I mean, <laughs> sure. Is your is your guest a bunch of dead frogs? I mean, Sassy, what I, do you I think? What do you think Vince is talking about to Samson? Have a right guest over. I don't... We haven't invited anyone over in, like, ever. (laughs) All right, all right. But if if there is a missing person, uh, I suppose that should take priority. Uh, Yes, where is this located in town? Uh, He gives you an address that's in Humboldt Park. While Vince was doing this conversation, Vince, as we've talked for flavor text... He, I spend food points to heal people, but you, I, I'm allowed to just clean up stains, like with mm-hmm. just a wave of the hand of my clothes. Yes. There are stains in Abe's room that he cannot remove. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> while he's having this conversation with him, he's just, like, constantly waving his hand over the stain on the carpet. And, like, magic cannot remove this. Um, oh, no. Like, all right, Rick... uh, I'm getting a little frustrated Rick... in this room anyway. Let's, okay. Rick is standing in front of one of the bookshelves going, man, Abe had a a lot of Jhumpa Lahiri. Jhumpa Jhumpa Lahiri, she's a novelist and short story writer. He just had a, he just had a lot of her. Is that that's bad? Not for, that's not for, no, it's not bad. <laughs> I, I, did, did she pay for a commercial? Or do we have no, no, I'm just noticing. <laughs> I mean, just a right. lot. I mean, just you could write him an email about it. I don't know who that yeah. is. I'm just no. He's like he's got multiple <laughs> copies of Interpreter of Maladies. Why does he like Jupiter Lahiri so much? Okay, you're, now you're just naming the books. I don't. <laughs> it just it really feels like you don't like this person. And... I like her fine. I like some of her short stories better than others. I mean, she's great, but just you are a lot. saying this with the intensity that this is a clue, and it's driving me insane. <laughs> it's not. I'm just learning a lot about Abe. He doesn't have any other literary authors on here. Just a shitload of Jubilee here. I'm going to go find a missing person. <laughs> I know, but can we it. ask him about this? This is just a lot of this one particular author. I don't want He's you got to grab three... one of the books if you're so worried about it. I'm not worried. I... Just a lot of Jubilee here. So stressed out. So... Uh, yes, I guess. Uh... <laughs> I fill in my two colleagues as to what the phone call conversation was about. Yeah. Okay, a missing person. So we can go to Humboldt Park. We can pick up some ice cream while we're there. Oh, yes, absolutely. I oh, like yeah. The food there. <laughs> Wait, Sassy, doesn't dairy give you, like, really bad, you know? No. Sassy. It's just it so does. good. It's just yeah, so I know. good. Well, you're, you were supposed to stop eating it when you were a kid. <laughs> Kitten, no. whatever. Some, if you just get it and let me have some, if you just put it down on the sidewalk, I'll just have a little bit. Some, lac- right. some lactate pills come like floating towards Sassy. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry, there was a murder. I got I got hung up on the Jubilee, I think. Person. Oh, don't oh, say all that right. name again. 
<laughs> and the thing is, I'm not 100% I'm saying the first name right. I'm pretty sure on the last name. Well, the good news is you've said it 12 times, so the <laughs> audience can check against their records. I wish they wouldn't. <laughs> the thing is, she's like one of our number one fans, so she's going to be really oh, upset when... What? <laughs> when most of us have no idea. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> But she's going to love it when she turns out to be the clue that solves the climax. A hundred percent. Because James and I talked about this beforehand. <laughs> uh, so you, you make your way to Humboldt Park and uh, you see a police contingency like outside of the apartment building. Um, but they wave you through. Uh, once you get up there, it looks like a room from the craft. Like uh-huh. the pentagram the small cauldron uh, near the window. But what's weird is that you see Lucas like notices you all enter, but is watching someone else, uh, a very handsome man in a three piece white suit. That's walking around the room with a crystal ball. What? Uh, Hey, Hey, Hey melody. Uh, and, and sassy. And oh, what, what was it? Who, who are you again? <laughs> Did we not meet already? I'm Rick Ryder, PhD, adventurer, professor, raconteur. He's working with us. I apologize for Rick. Whenever he speaks, he has to tell you his whole deal. (laughs) I knocked down a temple. (laughs) Cool. Um, (laughs) We're going to start having him hand out a pamphlet instead of going (laughs) through it. (laughs) They're giving me a little plaque. (laughs) Common Q&As about Rick. Um, So... Uh, before I before I take anything, what I really want to take in attention detail wise, because you said it's like a room from a craft. Does this look like teenage girl role playing witch, or do I see anything that sparks like authentic stuff? Roll a attention to detail. You uh, double two. Okay. Um, which is magic. Yeah. I'm just going to do the normal, your eyes light up (laughs) and you're able to like take in your surroundings. This feels, this feels like, um, it, it, it doesn't feel authentic. It does feel like somebody is, is like putting this on, but what really strikes you is the, the books on the shelves are basically all like young adult books or like classics that you would be reading for school, like Moby Dick and, um, uh, to Kill a Mockingbird and those kind of books. So those don't really match the rest of the room. Uh, there are also pictures kind of all over the place, but every face is marked off with an X, including mm. who you would, who you see like in multiple pictures and would guess is the missing, the missing girl. Okay. So here's the fun thing. You, cut out almost completely for the description of what I saw. Oh, great. <laughs> but here's the thing. Since I got a yes but, I think the fun thing to do is that Vince did this and started saying all this out loud, but he didn't process it. But Rick and Sassy heard it. Sure. <laughs> have right. we Have we identified any of these girls in the pictures? Right, guys? Huh? Who? What? Look, in the picture. You just said it. You just pointed it out that all these pictures... Are, are, oh. are crossed out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's spooky. Wow. And Rick's <laughs> over by the bookshelf going, all right, she had unaccustomed earth and the lowland. It's got to mean something. It's got to tie together somehow. <laughs> Swear. 
at this, the man in the three-piece suit, like, comes out of whatever, like, trance he's in and looks up and goes, Oh, my God. Vincent Melody. Oh, Wait, big fan. Vince, I Vince you know... Di- immediately distrustful of someone saying they're a big fan. <laughs> Vince, you know the Goblin King from Labyrinth? <laughs> Uh, yes, I do, but that's not him. That there'd be two balls. Um, oh. <laughs> sir, I'm afraid I don't believe I've had the pleasure. No, I don't think you would. Uh, I'm I'm I am a paranormal investigator myself. Uh, I was mm. actually uh, inspired by you uh, as a paranormal investigator. Well, that would require you to pay royalties. Is that how that works? Yes. <laughs> how much? How yes, much, it is. How much well, do I owe you? Look, we'll yeah. su- we'll set up an invoicing li- system. Every little kid who's inspired by Michael Jordan to play basketball has to pay Michael Jordan royalties. <laughs> That's, That's right. true. That's true. That's why he's so rich. That's why he's so rich. Sure, if it's true. <laughs> why do you think Michael Jordan is a billionaire? Well, he's in Cold all those commercials, and, mo- and that one commercial where he's in got a Hitler mustache, which is pretty weird. I um, don't remember that. What were they selling? I do Pain. remember. <laughs> underwear that mystery is solved uh trying to bring it back for reasons no one would understand (laughs) speaking of solving mysteries how would you have heard of me oh well i mean i i keep my ear to the ground i've always been into the paranormal and you know you hear about you hear about cases getting solved and everything and you find out who did it Hmm. and you've been solving cases uh, not so many, but that's why I'm here. My, uh, my good old crystal ball told me that something was, something was happening. Something hinky was going on and I came here. Uh, so that's, that's, that's what I'm doing here. So your crystal ball and you have a permit for that? For the crystal ball? I've got a permit as a, as a private investigator and he hands you a card. Oh, that's pretty oh. good. Vince, do we have one of those? We have a card, yes. Uh, take the card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says, I mean, for I the crystal ball, it's a magical item. You, you need a permit for that. Yeah. Can I see it? Uh, I feel like I should hold on to it. <laughs> this, is, Suspicious. this is generally how I am able to do any sort of uh, magic that I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I take the card. What's his name? Uh, his name is Andy Light. Andy lied. Interesting. Um, Andy. Yeah? Just out of curiosity, um, you say you're greatly inspired by me, but you seem to have some sort of mystical abilities thanks to your uh, glass apparatus there. Um, coincidence, or did you seek it out? Oh, no, I've, I've seeked it out. And where yeah. did you obtain this item? The crystal ball? I, I got hmm. it at a I got it at a um, alchemy shop. Hmm. Interesting. Um, can I huddle uh, with my associate? This is CJ. I'm not saying this to him. I'm saying <laughs> yeah, I huddle with my associates real fast. Mm-hmm. Actually, Andy, if you don't mind, I'm going to huddle with my associates. We're going to talk about you. Oh sure, I, yeah, that's <laughs> totally fine. Once again, you could have said that or not. Either way would have been fine. Yeah. yeah, either way, I'm making too much of this. I apologize. Yeah, how about you uh, go dance magic dance over there? Okay. Yeah. 
I thought that would sting him more than it apparently did. Yeah, Sorry, Vince. Very good natured. Took yeah. it genuinely. Took it genuinely. Anyway, I will mm-hmm. be invoicing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, actually, Samson, can you get in this huddle real fast? Oh, sure. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Uh, what's up? Did you just let this guy walk into the crime scene? Uh, he said he was a paranormal investigator, and I was getting real spooked out, so I figured I'd go ahead and let him in. All right. I mean, I mean, he has. I mean, he he is legit. Like he is a PI. He is a PI, but has he been hired by anyone? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No, he said that is that he just got a premonition to come here. What? What? Okay, Stassi. Hmm. I want you to walk. Watch this man like a hawk. Oh, I got eyes on him. I don't trust um, him for a second. But Rick. Uh-huh. In your travels, have you seen... Uh, you you have a scroll which foretells the future, correct? Uh, sometimes. I can't make it do anything. Like, I've tried putting it over a candle. I've tried turning it upside down. I've tried... Yeah, I have a scroll that does what it wants. But but, but you attest to its abilities. That's uh, right. That, you know, such items do exist. That's right. All right. Um, all right. So... I, I am I am inclined to give him the benefit of a doubt. Uh, I would like to play good cop, but actually, Sassy, I'd like you to be the more skeptical, the 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 scully to my molder, as it were. Absolutely. So we take him with us. Yes, because if he does have an item that foretells the future, or gives him premonitions about this case, it could be helpful. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't I'm see. Lo- mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Sorry. Please finish your thought. I don't know. I just think it's strange that he would want to do this maybe i feel a little threatened by it i don't know Com- we don't have competitors nobody could do it like us it's true uh i mean there were that that gaggle of uh hilarious uh men who who tried to hunt ghosts for a while but that went out in the 80s and then so an wait. equally hair- a gaggle of hilarious women who tried to bust ghosts but people were mad about it for some reason and- <laughs> And then, like, a long time ago, there were just two guys who who tried to hunt ghosts, and they were buffoons. Yeah, they had that gorilla with them. That's right. <laughs> That's a real deep cut there, Rick. Uh, really I was going for Abbott and Costello. Were you on my wavelength, or was that something entirely else? I was going for the original, original Ghostbusters. Which oh, I is, didn't was, know. Which was a, like, 1950s movie that just coincidentally was called Ghostbusters, and there was a gorilla in it. And then when the 80s Ghostbusters became popular, they tried to make a cartoon out of it to capitalize on the name because they held the rights, which is why the Ghostbusters cartoon based on the movie is called The Real Ghostbusters. Oh. I feel like if this was a missing persons in the time we were doing this, it very well could have become a murder. Uh, all right, all right. While, Let's keep our eyes on yeah, while you all are huddled, Sassy is watching um, Andy, and Andy is like staring intently into his crystal ball, and then all of a sudden he goes, "Huh," and then walks over to the cauldron, which is overflowing with dead frogs. Just oh yeah, I forgot about the frogs. So many mm. dead frogs, and he sticks his hand inside the cauldron, mm. and he pulls out. A finger, a woman's finger. He goes, ah. This probably isn't good. Uh, do I give this to you, Lucas? <laughs> and Please s- drop that. Oh, yes. Uh, stop touching the evidence. Oh, yep. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Lucas, like, <laughs> takes it and puts it in a bag and goes, Okay, this just got a lot grosser. 
Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, before you do away with that, um, well, he wasn't going to do I, away with it. It's evidence. Well, well, before they put it into police custody and it makes it hard for us to steal. Um, <laughs> Go on. Uh, I'm going to pretend uh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> you didn't hear that. As a matter of fact, I'm going to borrow this for just a minute. And uh, Sassy, do you have your fingerprint kit? I sure do. I'm gonna... uh, I want to very carefully with plastic and whatnot get the fingerprint off this finger. Mm. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got, you've got, uh. you've got the fingerprint. All right, cool. Uh, and I know, like, they'll probably do it too, but I want to get the information first. Um, I, I take the photo with it, and I send it to Neff to check it against any records we can get into. That's our girl. Uh, yeah, you call Neff, and Neff goes, uh, Melody Investigations, because you've called, you'd, you immediately owe us $100. Go ahead. <laughs> it's us. Thanks. Good girl. Oh, cool. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. <laughs> Uh, what, yeah, and it's like, uh, Sassy, uh, I'm sorry, Sassy, uh, here, Sassy, here's a hundred dollars, uh, <laughs> just so this is all on the up and up. Uh, Neff, uh, I need you and the snake goddess in your computer to find any information you can about this fingerprint. Oh, okay, sure, uh, give me just a minute. Also, uh, Neff, yeah. can I run a, can I, can I tack a, tack a piece of homework onto that? Okay, well, not we if it's our, homework. Okay, I, I misphrased it. Uh, I see we're in a room full of dead frogs. Gross. Yeah, agreed. Can you check for, I don't know, locusts or darkness or blood or uh, don't don't uh, Rick, oh, Rick, I think I can solve this particular one. What? <laughs> oh, you mean any incidents of it across town? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, oh, what yeah, did you think actually, I was doing? I thought you were trying you were doing a bit about this gives you a feeling that maybe it could involve. Sorry, go ahead, go continue. I thought Not you just every... wanted me to Google search for locusts and darkness, and I was like, I don't, I don't know what that's gonna bring up. But yeah, I'll look for, I'll look for something. That's right. Biblical. That's right. Also, cross-reference it with Jhumpa Lahiri books. No, <laughs> don't, don't do that. But if you could maybe also look up if like there are spells that involve insane amounts of frogs. In, in Actually, like, Wiccan lore. <laughs> oh, okay, sure, yeah. That, it's a lot, it's know, a lot. Can you handle it? Go, no, go ahead. <laughs> Wait, I hate the pile on. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hand another $100 in assassin. <laughs> and I take uh, photos of the women with the eyes scratched out mm. uh, to see if yes. any can find who they, who they are. Mm-hmm. But yeah. does Lucas okay. know at all? Oh, does actually, he, Have yes, they Lucas, done any... Yes. Do you have any information about the, the women on these walls? Uh, well, we do know that uh, this one here is uh, Cassandra Wembley, who is the uh, the missing person. Okay. Wait, this picture on the wall? Uh, yeah, this one right here. And he points and he points to like a few. There are a few. She's in all the pictures um, with various people. It's not just other women on these walls. It's like her and her dad and her and her mom, her and friends. Um, but they are all crossed out. Every face has an X through it. In- including Cassandra? Including Cassandra, yeah. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Oh, boy. All right. Um, so- just to let you all know, you all gave me a lot to look up, so I'm going to have to call you back in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. thank you. Give us a call. Like, if, if, if our story starts to, like, stall out and we need, like, a hint to keep us going, I think... Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 that sounds good. <laughs> 
Um, Andy, Andy turns to you all and says, I, I, I mean, you all can keep looking around, but I feel pretty confident in this is all that I was able to find. And I think all that, I mean, I found more than Lucas was even able to find. Um, I actually, I actually like to get coffee at a place. I think, I think by you all, don't you all live in uh, Lincoln Square? Yes. Yeah, we, we sure do. do. Yeah, I like to get coffee at a. Sometimes in certain stories, we might say Logan Square on accident, but it's Lincoln Square. <laughs> it is Lincoln Square. Yeah. And if we ever said it wrong, it was on purpose and a clue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See. Uh, um. I. I well, Andy. Yeah. Real fast. Okay. Before you go. Sure. What did you see in your crystal ball that led you to do that? Oh, specifically. I, I saw a finger in a cauldron. That's what you saw? Yep. Finger in a cauldron? Yep. You saw a cauldron? Yep. And, and a then finger. it became translucent? Or did, like, the camera zoom in? It was, like, a camera, like, up and then, like, threw a bunch of dead frogs and then okay. finger. Okay, gotcha. well, good talking to you. You'd better go now. Guys, huddle up. Well, no, I was actually wondering if you all would want to get uh, some coffee with me at, like, Sunbucks. You'd like that, wouldn't you? I would. I'd Maybe. love to get coffee with you all and talk a little <laughs> bit about the case and see what's up. Maybe yeah. you're very handsome and you seem into me, but I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, are you trying to flirt? Do you want... I don't know. Are you trying to flirt right now? It's been so long since I've encountered a fan. It's awakening things in me. <laughs> Look, as as we as we transition back into a more normal life, things like yeah. flirting are just gonna be awkward. But <laughs> we're here. Once again, you. I might flirt with him, but you just keep that skeptical eye. I oh, did, right, right, right. I did bring the earpieces in case this turns into a date. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Rick, let's, we should always be ready to make sure in case a date breaks out. You never know. Because <laughs> we're never ready if a fight breaks out. <laughs> no, Love no. waits for nothing. <laughs> um, yes, why, why did you call this over? I was going to suggest that we tail him to the coffee shop, but he seems to have invited us, which really yeah, wants... throws water on my whole shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe we just go to the coffee. Maybe we'll buy okay, his coffee. Okay. Hey. But you know what? We always talk out things beforehand. There's actually three possibilities here. One, okay. he is altruistic, altruistic and powerful and helpful. Two, he is evil and leading us down a garden path of destruction. Or an interesting third one is that he does mean well, but the object itself is evil and might be misleading. Interesting. Mm. And the frogs, they're good? Well, it's... <laughs> Oh, I want to examine a frog. Is anything missing? Uh, roll an attention to detail. Thank you. Oh, there's a six. Uh, Tell me all about this frog. Yeah, no, this frog seems intact, but dead. Like, there's okay. no stab wounds or anything like that. Somebody, like, like to kill this frog, somebody, like, gassed it or something like that. Okay. Rick, your theory is more sound, that it's more plague. They didn't need any part of the frog, it seems. That's right. Mm, okay, I'm going to um, sniff around and just, like, maybe just smell her clothes, and then I'll know what she smells like. <laughs> sure. She's, she's around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you've got you've got uh, Cassandra Wembley's scent now. Mm-hmm. Okay, and before we go, I really... Uh, I'm going to look past all the Jhumpa Lahiri books on the shelf, and I'm going to actually look and see if there isn't anything 
more interesting slash insidious on the shelf. Um, yeah, roll, roll, uh, roll one. I got a six. It's, it is off-putting how, how, like, how freaky this room is with nothing on the shelf. (laughs) There's something missing from this shelf. It's less that there's something missing. It's more like, why, why is she reading... Hunger Games and and uh, Moby Dick, but not like any of the books that were that Abe would own. That's what I'm. Jubilahiri. Yeah. Just for fun, I flip through a couple books to make sure they're not fake covers. That's yeah. Yeah, uh, you flip through and there are not fake covers. Those are those are the actual books. I push on the shelf to see if it's a secret door. (laughs) Roll roll one. It's a five. Um, it it starts to wiggle, but you're able to like keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> you okay there, Rick? Rick, you okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? This is probably load bearing in my experience. I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> load bearing bookcase. Look, things are load bearing in places you would not expect. All right, all right. Uh, let us let Andy. We would love to have a coffee. with a fine gentleman is such a joke. Andy's already gone. Andy left already. Oh, <laughs> tail him. Hey, tail him. It's back on. Down. Andy. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Your reviews help other people find our show. If you enjoyed the show, consider supporting us and all the great shows on Arcade Audio by going to patreon.com slash arcade audio. There, you can talk to the performers on our secret Discord server, get a postcard from your favorite character, or dope Lakeshore and Limbo merch. Write to us on Twitter at LakeshoreLimbo or at LakeshoreAndLimbo at gmail.com. Sassy is played by Tina Arfay. Find her on Twitter at Tina2Cats. Vincent was played by CJ Tour. You can find him on Twitter at CJ Tour. Rick was played by James Harvey Freely. Find him on Twitter at James H. Freely. Everyone else was played by me, Nathan Kaplan. Find me on Twitter at Nathan Kaplan. This work is based off Foo, the freeform universal RPG, found at NathanRussell.net slash Foo. By Nathan Russell and licensed for our use under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. Our cover art is by Megan McCune. You can see her work at artstation.com slash snippersar. Our theme music was created by John Monteverde. You can find his work at johnmonteverde.com. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net. Uh, we're gonna jump into <laughs> to episode twenty three, occult mm. circles. Mm. Oh boy! Yeah. When uh, we get to episode twenty five, we should rent a car. The, th- <laughs> the thing is, we have for sure gotten like as far as like number of episodes, we have passed a hundred at this point in time, oh, which wow. is exciting. Well, Should have celebrated. We should have. Would have been cool. Would have been cool if we were counting. (laughs) That's probably on me, y'all. We should have. We should have celebrated. Okay. This is our hundredth episode. Hooray! We did it. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm gonna set the scene. Although, oh, wait, real no. fast, I will say. Oh, hold on, sorry. I, uh, a friend of mine, Erie, who who is caught up. Hello, Erie. Thank you for listening. Has informed us our numbering is off on the website, so we might want to deal with that, or we have absolutely no idea how many episodes we actually have. Cool. Or, or is it a secret code? Oh. Yeah. Is it a mystery to be solved? Yeah, Erie. By Erie. That. Congratulations. <laughs> and Erie, if you have solved it. Could you send us what's right? <laughs> you can fix it, and then we will pass that off to Arcade Nathan. Audio. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, either uh, I'm probably not the right person, but we'll figure out who it is. I'm over here and like, also, we have a website? And also, if we have to do it by hand, we won't. <laughs> Okay, here we go. <laughs> Mise en scène. <laughs>